The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 351 for this 27th day of uh, November 2023. Tonight's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com. For all their uh, great articles and other great podcasts as well. And stay tuned. We have something that works for Dave to be taking on the uh, some other belly up media personalities uh, in the coming weeks for a, uh, a trivia. It's long overdue trivia. We're going to bring in some some other belly up people to uh, to take a beating from Dave, the uh, the 1420 trivia Trivia Ninja, thank you very much. Everybody who has been listening to our show over the years and uh, follows us on Twitter, Facebook, and and, and YouTube and goes to 1420sportsbar.com on a daily basis to check out all the articles we have on there and everything else at 1420 Associated. Dave, uh, your, br- your blushing bride was away for the weekend. It was you and the boy. How did things go? Uh, we didn't burn anything down, didn't wreck anything. Boys got fed, dog got walked, and we had a we had a good weekend. We had a really good weekend. It was it's kind of nice to to let the hair down a little bit. And you know what? I was able to watch a lot of football on Saturday, which is normally something I'm not able to do. So uh, that was a good thing to do. It was uh, an interesting day. I, I went to the, the parade in Fort McLeod on uh, Saturday. Yeah, I missed you. Time. I thought I would have saw, yeah, saw I, you. I, know. I, I actually I had a drone. And I scoured the crowd, and I know you weren't there. I actually had my <laughs> my scouts on and everything else. So I was there. No, there was uh, there was reindeer and buffalo and horses and clowns and parade parade stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun to get out to the great town of Fort McLeod and, and uh, take that all in on Saturday. I got back in time for the uh at a halftime pretty much of of the big uh, the the game. They got to find a new name for the game because it, it deserves a lot more than that. It's one of the biggest games in college football every year and the game doesn't quite do it do it justice in my opinion. I'm talking the Ohio State uh, Michigan game obviously. Your Michigan Wolverines came up with a uh, a convincing win. They they tried to piss it away with what I thought was some odd coaching decisions in in the fourth quarter there late in the fourth quarter. Uh run down the clock, don't run down the clock, timeout, don't know timeout. They got lucky that with the uh, the interception late, but uh great football game. But my biggest take on that Dave is the uh I talked about it yesterday. I uh, did a quick uh, Sunday brunch thing. The uh, uh, the Big Ten's pretty fraudulent. There's two teams, and that's it. Oh, that is it, right? You know, like uh, people talk about Maryland. They got a chance, and Penn State's awful. They got they, yeah, they they beat Michigan State. Michigan State's four and eight. They're like the the Big Ten is two teams, and it's been two teams for a long, long time. And and that is it. What were your thoughts in the game? What were your thoughts about the fraudulent statement I just made? Well, it was a, it was an interesting game. Um, it was anybody's game into the second half. Um, the the my takeaway for this is like fuck that Charlie Day or whoever the fucking coaches of Ohio State. I hate that motherfucker. I I hate I hate every Ohio State coach, but I really hate this fucker with his fucking pockmarked 
Botox face and painted on beard. Like, fucking <laughs> right. Walking through the tunnel all sulky. Go fuck yourself on your private investigator who you tried to, who you tried, who you paid to dig up dirt on Michigan's fr- uh, uh, team and come up with this bullshit sign-stealing thing. This is a total made-up thing because of that fucking Charlie Day motherfucker. Now, here, you didn't you didn't have Harbaugh on the sidelines, and you, he didn't have the, the stolen signs that every team is doing that you gave uh, last year. You gave their signs to Purdue and to uh, TCU. You gave Michigan signs to other people. You fucking prick. Take that loss. This one really hurts. I fucking hope so. He's in jeopardy of uh, losing his job. It's it's quite funny because over the I think he's been there for four or five years now, and he's lost a total of seven games, three to three to Michigan, and uh, a couple of uh, like that one to Georgia last year in the, the college football playoff. But seven games in the four or five, whatever, it's four years. I don't give a shit how many years he's been there. But to it shows how important that game is to the boosters, to the to, to the Big Ten. When you, when three of your losses come to your biggest rival, and you're you're on the outside looking in, and you're like. You're you're, you're you're tapping on your own door. Am I allowed to come in? It's crazy. Exactly, and you know, and wear it, wear it. Like I am, I am, I am. I've never been so happy to see a coach walk do that walk of shame. God, that fifty meters from the Ohio State sideline to the locker room. Oh God, that must have been a tough walk for him. And I hope he felt every painful step of it. You piece of shit. I full I fully expect it's just just the way Ohio State is, and yeah, I know now it's fourteen hundred whatever days since since uh, you know fifteen hundred six eight whatever eight the math is on. They were they were talking about the year before and everything else, but it's fourteen hundred plus days since uh, Ohio State State's beat Michigan. I fully expected Ohio State to win that game, and I don't I didn't have a vesting interest at all. I, but I fully expected Ohio State to walk into the big house and win that game. They didn't, and it it, it was crazy. And the, the, one of the bigger things when I was uh, like when you, you you watch college football, we've talked about in the past. When even with we had Aaron from Brutally Honest on here, and the tradition to college football when Michigan uh, they they turn the lights down a little bit and they get the strobes going uh, when they do miss. Bright side and the holes of the 110,000 people are, are singing along. There's nothing quite awesome. like it in sports. There's nothing quite like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. There's nothing like it in, in sports. Other teams do it, but that one is one of the best. It's so fun. And then even uh, on the Twitter machine earlier on in the day, like they showed uh, them opening the, the, the gates for college game day. It was one in the morning. People are there at one in the morning to get a front row seat for college game day. That doesn't start until whatever the game game was at like seven a.m. Uh, Eastern, yeah, yeah, at noon. Eight a.m. Eastern, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. And, and you're gonna just stand there and fucking whoop and holler for good for you, whatever. Yeah. Ain't my bag of chips, but like I'll. Just no, I don't think I have that in me. Well, actually, you know what? I I I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think I know. I don't have that in me. The uh, the other one that caught my eye, and you made a comment on it on. Uh, on uh, Saturday afternoon, late Saturday afternoon, early Sunday, Saturday evening was the, uh, the iron bowl, how that one just kind of got away from, from Auburn. And he said, it almost looked like uh, the conspiracy theory. It was almost like the, the fix was in. And then you, you, you hear of coach, what that, what the heck's his name? Uh, the coach uh, freeze, uh, Hugh freeze. I think his name is of Auburn at the post game. 
like it's it was almost like a conspiracy theory that he couldn't even get the receivers the uh, the punt returner's name right, which he didn't. So he didn't know who was on the field. And and like you said, it was like the fix was in, the fix went wrong, and it was it was a really poorly constructed fix, and it turned out in Alabama's favor. Uh, I kind of got a kick out of your, your comment on that. In all your days of watching football, have you ever seen a player being set up underneath the ball and lose their footing? Not like, once. I've seen it. I've seen it bounce off their head. I've seen it. Like I've seen, I've seen him drop it. I've seen him muff it. I've never seen a guy do go what out he from did. underneath him on on a like. Maybe if it was a rainy day, but they've been playing on that field for how many? Like nobody was slipping and sliding all game long, and, and and right then with a minute and a half left, whatever it was, that's when he decides to fall. And then, and then, and then on the on the final play of the game, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and then and then like the the to to, to to waste a timeout before the final play of the game, but to see the deep defensive scheme, the offensive scheme, what they were doing. So that was kind of a thing. And then to not rush the quarterback at all, and then right in front, and then right in front of the one one of the officials, there was blatant holding, blatant holding, blatant. On a three man pass rush, and they didn't call it. And then and then somehow the guy is wide open in the end zone, and in the and, corner, and after no one like there, a and then. Touchdown and touchdown, he wins. Because Deanna and I were walking. Because she's she's not a, a huge football. She just hates Alabama because for a lot, a lot of different reasons. But everybody hates Alabama, right? And she's like, "How the fuck?" is what she says. Like, "What? Get him! Get it!" Like, time and time and like and how he became. It, it, it was it was too. It's it wasn't it wasn't by any means. But it looked like it was scripted by the Keystone Cops and and put together by, by the Keystone Cops. It really did. It, it uh, I would, like your I analogy was one hundred percent true. And, and, you know, I get it. Uh, Auburn, uh, I think they're five and six or whatever. It's but like the rivalry. Auburn, game, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah. not very good. They're yeah, they're not very good. But they 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 put, they were in a position to win. They should have won that game. Should have won the game. And I'll never understand why you don't. I'm not saying call a, a, a jailbreak blitz or anything, but you do need to put a pressure on the quarterback. Do not give him 10 fucking seconds. Because it was because because 10 was seconds, there's going to be a holding or a pass interference. or something, wasn't it? Like Holy it was, they, they had Christ. to score. He's yeah. He, 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 that, that quarterback stood there for fucking ever. And then, also, too, like, and I, and I remember this like it was yesterday that with that time Flacco beat the Broncos in the AFC championship game. Don't let a guy get behind you. Do not let a guy get behind you. They like, even like, said it, that. It, they, they, even the announcers said that. So just don't get, just don't let a, a deep ball beat you. Let, yeah. let, make them make them make a play. So all you have to do is go, stand go to, on the back of the end stand, zone. And and exactly, ball, we, we, neither was ever played a game of football in our lives. Get five guys in the on the back of the uh, not five, but you know what I mean. Get four or five guys in the yeah. back of the fucking end zone, and if the, the ball, ball comes up, like run forward, three, catch four it. Four seconds. Yep, you guys are all athletes. You guys can get to that ball at three seconds because well, that's how it, long it's going to be on, in the air. On Madden or on uh, NFL ninety four or whatever it was that you used to play, prevent defense, right? Prevent a touchdown. Do you know the, the only thing prevent it. defense does is prevents you from winning, and Auburn proved that. Like I honestly believe that the the fix might have been in. So uh, Alabama has a chance now if they beat Georgia. Like so, well, what happens now? If Bama beats Georgia. Who like who do you fuck over? Michigan's in. 
do you put Bama and Georgia in? And then so Florida State and Washington, like someone's going to get fucked over. Well, someone's going to get fucked well, over. If Oregon, if Oregon, if Oregon beats Washington, right, and then and then it all happens. And if yeah. I don't, I I don't, I don't think that uh, Alabama is going to beat Georgia, but I mean. It could happen, right? So you're gonna have well, a fucking mess, you know, and they're gonna have the exact. And then here it is again. You're gonna have the same fucking four teams doing it all over again because the fix is fucking in every fucking year. That can, so it goes that, to show, right? It's just that none of the yeah, games I, actually matter. They just make it work, and it's always the same four. Thank God next year they're going to twelve, and like it won't have this mess again. But yeah, the fix. Well, is they'll in. figure they'll figure out a way to. to the same four teams in again every fucking year. Anyways, that 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 infuriated me. I couldn't believe it. Second, I felt so bad for those fans. The fans that were just crying because they were so excited, and then and then thirty seconds later, it was over. Right, thirty seconds over later, it was like they're like they wanted to hang themselves. And I'm not kidding. There were people like that were so devastated, like they they thought death was probably a better option than what they were living at that at that moment. Well, then then I came because they made their peace. Like, ah, fuck, we're gonna go overtime. They're gonna kick a field goal, but no, let's just give them a touchdown. That's it, crazy. That 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 that's one of the times. Like like that coach should be fired before they even fucking finish the. the I think it's the Hugh Freeze. I think, it doesn't. And then, and then he didn't. And then he didn't even know who the punt returner was. He got his name wrong. Jesus the the reporter had to fucking say, "No, it wasn't him. It was him." Oh, oh, I guess that's. Uh, and how? And we we'll get off this in half a second here, but. The uh, the funny thing is, and we talk about this quite a bit, is like how these coaches pretend to be the the pulse of the nation. They got they got everything everything runs runs on my watch. Everything everything I coach the coaches. Nothing happens without me knowing. And then, well, there's a situation where it really didn't. I know they can't see everything, obviously, but yeah. But do you have to say at, to your special at team that coach? stage in the game? At that stage in the game. There, you better have all your eyes, eyes dotted and T's crossed right then, because that's that's why you're getting paid two million bucks a year, whatever it is, for for those moments, for right. those moments, right? And you know, and then those are those things. The that's punt return the in the second quarter against fucking Tallahassee State. Who do cares? we have our in the like, Iron let's, Bowl? Let's put our number one receivers out here just to fair catch this. Like I whatever. don't want to fuck up, right? Get the hand you steam know, in. He he doesn't fair catch. He lets it bounce. And then like roll to the five. Who who gives a fuck? Who cares? Right. And then now we're gonna burn clock and then and then punt it to him and give him ten seconds from the the the. That's 45. a good point. He'd be better off not touch that ball. Go on, because he did touch that ball, right? Like here you go, with nothing but fucking Bama jerseys all around him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Fuck tied. It was crazy. Yeah, that, that, uh, was, that was, I was, I felt so bad for Auburn fan yeah. and I'm an Alabama hater. So what do you do? It all went hand in hand on uh, the, uh, the NFL's uh, week uh, 12 or 13, I think it is 12, 13, 12. It doesn't matter. 12. Uh, 12, week 12 got going on Thanksgiving night down there in the United States of America. Happy uh, belated Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you had a great weekend with all your friends and family. It's a great uh, sports weekend uh, everywhere with hockey and football. And it was going on all weekend long. It was fantastic. Thank you very much for setting that up down there, the way you guys do it. But it got going on on Thursday when we were, we were recording the, the Cowboys were beating up on the, uh, the Commodores and then the, uh, the, uh, 49ers beat the Seahawks and just went on from there. Uh, Dave, some uh, there was a game last night. It was a really good football game. I didn't go to the uh, the Boney M concert, so I I hunkered down and I watched the uh, Buffalo Bills game. Uh, I watched the Buffalo Bills piss another one away. Bad coaching and the whole bit. And Josh Allen was really really good last night. But you know what? Now you got a football team who was poised to win. We're supposed to win a Super Bowl two years in a row now, 
and now they are six and six and they are on the outside and i'm not talking like a uh, like a like close outside they are in the outside looking in a couple three games two, two games out of a playoff spot the buffalo bills are are in, are in a spot right now of uh wasting another year of a uh of a of really uh, i don't want to say a great yet because you gotta be you gotta win something to be great but the buffalo bills are in a situation here where they're in a, they're wasting a couple of good years real of a really really good quarterback in josh allen you know we might as well change the team of that team uh change the name to the jar lickers because that's all they do that's all they're just, gonna be just lick the jar lick the jar against uh uh casey and then to have another team in the bengals jump them and they hey that's supposed to be us in the super bowl well fuck just keep licking that jar and then they buffalo bills is is the team you know and i have a soft spot for them i do like josh allen i do have a lot of friends that are buffalo bill fans and 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 i kind of like that team but you know, it's it's that team, right? Like, it's time to take the next step. And they tell you, "Oh, we're for real this time. We're for real this time." You know, it, it's it's time to stop talking about it and and time to start doing it. And unfortunately for Buffalo, for whatever reason, they don't got it in them. They definitely don't have it in them. They're behind the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And and think of that. Denver started this fucking season at one and five with no expectations. And now and now Buffalo has a loss to, to Denver and they just lost again. They even though well, they're a really good team. I get it. But that's what you gotta do to win a Super Bowl. You gotta beat really good fucking teams, and you lost again. And I I don't even think you gotta beat really good teams you got to beat who's in front of you and then move on we talked about it last week and the pittsburgh steelers did it again even so they can't even blame canada anymore because that's the offense still stake all of the, they did finally outscore or or out uh out uh yard one of the teams that they played for the first time this season uh and they're seven and four right now uh, in the nfl i don't think you have to be overwhelming and put up huge numbers and yes it's easier on your defense to to go up and put put up 40 points and win a football game obviously but beat who's in front of you, and that's it. That's all you got to do, and then move on to next week because last week doesn't matter. You can't live in the past. And the Buffalo Bills can't even do that. Like, they, they just can't beat who's in front of them on a weekly basis. Yes, Philly's a really good football team. Like, Philly's, a, Philly, Philly's one of those teams that beats who's in front of them. They, don't, they, they may not be pretty wins. They're not considered one of the best in the NFC uh, for whatever reason. They're, they're still uh, – people are talking about the, the, the 49ers and now the Cowboy talk, the way they, the Cowboys uh, handled the, the, uh, Lionel Richie and the Commodores on, on Thanksgiving – but uh, the, the bills are just, they just don't get her done. And it, it doesn't like it's, is it coaching? Yes. On one week it's coaching. The next week it's Josh Allen get, giving the ball away. The next week it's a defense. The next week it, it's, it seems week in week out. And when you're, when you're six and six at this stage of the year, that's who you are. And if you're supposed to be great and you're six and six, you know what? You're not great. You're not. Yeah. There, it's that that the team that it, like it, there's always an excuse. Excuses are like assholes, right? Everybody has one, and and you know the Buffalo Bills are kind of running out of assholes. How what like what are they going to do now? Like you can't. They're in a soft division. They like with the Jets, but they've lost to the Jets, and 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 the Patriots aren't a thing anymore. It's them and the Dolphins. So there's there's a half your fucking season. And you can't dominate anymore. Like, what? What are you doing here? 
and then you're losing to the Broncos. You're losing to whoever they're losing to. Like they're they're losing games they shouldn't lose. They're they're, they're mentally weak. Is kind of how it show what shows to me. Even though they showed up against uh, a really good Philly team, like Philly, Philly's a really good fucking team. But Buffalo took them to overtime, and then you know what? They lost. That's it. There's no loser points the, uh, in the NFL. Six, the sixth uh, straight over. Like they, they, Josh Allen has not won an overtime game since he's caught in the NFL. Uh, that's and that's six times. You, you that's one here, win here, win there. Like those are wins you got to pick up, and then you get you get the playoff time, and it's you're one and done, and that kind of shows who you are. It, and that guy, I think that comes down more to coaching than anything else. Where you, you you can't get you can't get a stop, you can't get to positive yardage and everything else. Like I think that like overtime comes down to that that comes down to coaching a lot more than it does down to the players. I think. I agree. It's all the adjustments and everything like that. Uh, speaking of which, I just read a tweet before we had. If I, I'm just going to turn back the page a quick sec to that Michigan-Ohio State game. In the last three years, Michigan has punted once in the second half against Ohio State. Crazy. One time. And they scored every other time. So that's coaching. And, and I say that a lot about football. Coaching, football, and coaching, it's all about the second half and the adjustments and understanding weaknesses and what happens. And and if that's where games are won and lost in the second half, it seems obviously apparent. But unless unless you can make those adjustments and figure out what the uh, the opposing defense is doing to you or what the opposing offense, what's working for them and how are we going to counteract that, it's all about coaching and understanding and getting that message to your players. This is what we got to do in the second half to make this work. And either you make it work or you lose the fucking game. You bring up coaching Carolina just earlier on today. They, uh, they fired their coach. There's a third one in, in four years. Uh, Frank after Wright eight got, games. <laughs> yeah, Frank Wright got the hammer today after 12 games. Uh, he didn't even make as long as old uh, Herb Meyer made it with Jacksonville a couple of years ago. At least Herb made it a game 13. This guy made it a game 12. And so it's, a, it's the third coach in four years on a team that's in constant rebuild. Hasn't been relevant for a very long time. Uh, rookie quarterback and on and on it goes. And, and it's just an absolute mess. What like if you're an owner of a of a football team who's hands on like that? I, I don't know the guy's name. I give a shit what his name is. To be honest with you, but when you have a football team and you're and you're struggling to keep uh, things afloat and you're, you're third coach in four years, rookie quarterback and all on it goes. What are you doing firing having the, your third head coach? So you can't even you can't even build up a system. You can't even build up uh, any kind of legacy tradition or uh, or or a program or whatever it might you however you want to word it. Like that is and then then try to lure free agents. I think like that might be the biggest wreck in professional sports right now. It's pretty bad because you know like you had your You've been a shitty franchise for a while now, record-wise. And you hired Frank Wright. I believe it was his first season there. This is it. And now, what message are you sending? Are you like, or like we're just going to keep doing shit like this? You, you don't have a chance at the playoffs. You're a one-win team. Let the, let the fucker finish the year and then clean house. Fire fucking everybody and start from scratch 
because like what me- like you said like what message are you sending we- the message you're sending by firing a coach that you just hired five six months ago is saying we don't have a fucking clue we don't have a fucking clue like so like it- it's them and and i think the cardinals the arizona cardinals are two franchises right now who do not have a fucking clue what they're doing and their yeah. record shows it's it's nuts. And like you, you look at how and like we we, we always kind of laugh at uh, the old fan of the van Jim Plotner there about his uh, the the ineptitude of the uh, of the offense there in, in Pittsburgh, but they they kind of they get it done. Like I said earlier on, they're seven and four, and they're they're two wins away from probably being in the playoffs with a with a quarterback who all intent isn't isn't great. But you know what? They have a, they have a tradition there. They have a longevity there with with Tomlin, and it's it's one of those things where the the coach is is they're long-term tradition with with pittsburgh and that 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 can't hurt yes you can have you can wear it you're welcome like i think billy belichick has done with new england but i think the way that the way like tom like i don't want to say tomlin's a better coach but tomlin might be a better better manager of people to be around that long and hasn't been great has won a little bit yes he's got some champion or a championship or two i can't remember how many but it doesn't matter but i i don't think you could insert belichick into Pittsburgh, and 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 have and Belichick wouldn't have the same success that that Tomlin had. I think Belichick's success came a lot from Brady. It was a combination of two, obviously, but just the uh, the way Tomlin and the Pittsburgh organization they fired their offensive coordinator, and they, yeah, they didn't put up a bunch of points again this week, but they found a way. You know what? This isn't working. Let, let's get it done. But you know, we're going to keep our head coach because that's that's what that's what matters. Like you said, coaching the head coach matters a ton in the National Football League. Yeah, and when we're talking about coaches like Tomlin and Belichick, those guys get a ton of rope, a ton of rope because they have track record, right? Um, but if you don't get a chance get to, to get a track record, then what do you got? Like, I'm not right. saying that this Frank Reich's gonna was going to win a Super Bowl this year, but if you if you roll in with a with a with a, a first overall draft pick, well, you know what? Your, your team's shitty. We discuss this all the time. If you draft a Heisman quarterback. Or a Heisman candidate, your team is shitty. If you have that opportunity to drive a court to, to, to draft a quarterback at that at that at that number, your team is shitty. Shitty. It's shitty. And you know what? And, and you know, like so, like so why do you, you take it? that job? So you want so to you get, get it. You want the opportunity, but you have this quarterback. Okay, so we got this nice shiny quarterback, and it's great, but we don't have any offensive line, and we don't have anybody to throw to. It's like uh, getting a fucking Lamborghini as a Christmas present, but you can only drive it on a gravel road. Like, what do you do? You can only drive it 30. Otherwise, you're going to get it all fucking rock trip and and and, and pitted windows and, well, and breaking stuff. Whatever. Well, that, that's what, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sure you have the, the best car on the fucking block, but you have nowhere to drive it. What's the sense of having a sexy quarterback with fucking street walkers to throw to. Like it doesn't fucking matter. It, it might as well be me, you and me blocking for him or, or throwing to him. Like, you know what? I ain't going to give you the protection. And you know what? If you hit me in the hands, there's a 10% chance I might catch it. it it's, I'm probably going to drop it. I'm probably going to drop it. Yeah. And that's why we're shitty. It has no. It has nothing to do with the man delivering the ball. It has everything to do with the fact that that we're a shitty organization with shitty talent, with shitty coaches, 
and and it doesn't matter who the fuck is taking the who's is, who's setting up under center, we're going to be shitty. It, it's it's amazing to think, and like it's we, we touch on it ins and outs of this all the time. It's amazing to think that we're like we sit here in our in our basements and talk about this week after week. How it should be so simple, but like you, you look at uh, like how they draft these quarterbacks and expect the the whole world to change, and and you wonder you wonder now. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a Caleb Williams guy, and I know you definitely aren't a Caleb Williams guy out of USC. And I, I actually don't blame these guys uh, and uh, the Shadur Sanders from uh, from Colorado, Coach Prime's kid. Uh, he said he's coming, he's going back to college regardless. But I, I wouldn't blame these guys now if they went into the draft or into the off season. They can't have agents, but they can have advisors. And if advise, if an advisor went and said, okay. He hasn't declared dicks. I don't know when you have to declare. Like and that, that that's something we should talk about another day. These guys should not have to declare. If they get drafted, they should be able to decide if they if they if they stay or go. It should be after the fact. And they should be able to go back to college. And that's another story. Like baseball, like hockey, like right? hockey. I think we talked we talked yeah. about that a couple of years ago. Maybe we'll do that the next. Uh, well, it's an NCAA thing, and this is where the NCAA thing. Well, has the hockey to get players, the hockey again. players go back and play college too, and it's yeah, but they can get drafted. But then they can just go and, and keep playing hockey. Playing hockey. And, and so I don't you don't have they, to declare. Yeah. I don't, I don't, so I don't, I don't understand. I'll get we'll get down to the bottom of that one of these days. But I, I wouldn't. I like when a team is bad. Like I wouldn't. Let's say who's, who's going to be in last place when the season's over this year. Carolina. Um, Carolina. Carolina and Arizona. Okay, so the, the, okay, Arizona might might draft a quarterback because Kyler Murray's kind of uh, a few years older and everything else. But Carolina just just drafted a quarterback first overall or first first round first overall doesn't doesn't matter. But like I, I wouldn't. I'm just I'm just going to use uh, Caleb Williams' name just because here. Um, I don't think it would be it's it should be against the rules to say hey are you, are you planning on drafting my uh, my kid or my my client? Yeah, okay, we're going to stay in school then. Like I think that I think it should be like that because like I'm not gonna go and play in a team where I get my teeth kicked in for two years, and then and then uh, by by year three we might be good, and by year four my fucking legs are broken and I'm done. Exactly. Let's pretend it's Carolina, right? And then what well, we got we got this uh, with with Young, and you know he has a good arm, and he just needs to develop a little bit. Yeah, but he has to throw the ball within two seconds every single time because we got no product product. Uh, Protection. protection and what am i and i'm going to be seeing number one coverage all the time like how is this good for me when we when we have a, a team that's not set up to be able to deliver the ball to me so there's so many facets involved it's like get fucked and then once again i'm going to bring it back again to this michigan ohio state maserati marvin is the worst fucking nickname if that fucker, whoever was calling that game, said Maserati Marv one more time, I was going to be my yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, if, every time he was talking, Maserati Marvin. Did you, uh, who, geez, like, is that a self gloss or like, was he getting paid to say this? Did I don't you, care. uh, did you happen to see, uh, pregame during game we <laughs> were talking to was, uh, Keyshawn Johnson was talking to, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. there. And oh, he no. said, he said, yeah, when you like this year, you'll be like leaving, uh, you might be leaving uh, Ohio State and going to the pros. He said, you're going to have to take a pay cut to, for you're all here in IL money. And then uh, the Harrison kind of laughed about it. Like, it looks, these boys are making some pretty good dough in college right now. Oh, they're doing just fine. But, you know, you're only 19 and I get it. Like, that's, you know, as far as you and I are concerned, like that NIL money is. 
probably retirement money for you and I. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's not well, we're it's old. not the, it's not the big money. Yeah. That they we're they we're and, yeah, to and, 60 to we are 20, so yeah. You know and and then do you want to finish your life being a college hero or do you want to make your mark in on the big game where the big boys play, right? Cuz that, uh, that that Marvin Harrison Jr is a, he's he's a good player. A specimen. He's oh, a good you player. bet. Yeah. You're uh, Denver Broncos. Big win again yesterday. Are they a playoff team? I I I I don't want to. It's the biggest it. turnaround in NFL history in the in the in the three year history of the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. They are the biggest turnaround in the history of our of our podcast. I'm not gonna say no because you know when uh, they were one and five and now they're ahead of the Buffalo Bills in the playoff hunt. And I wouldn't have thought that. Um, the, uh, what happened with this team is uh, after that beat down in, in, in Miami, I which I, I was quite clear that that was a team that gave up on the coaches. That's a team that gave up. So now I'm thinking, like, is Sean Payton actually that smart? He's just like, fuck it, put out the start. Let, let, him, let him wear it. Let him eat it. Like you know how you you say you always you got to break a team down you got to break them down to build them back out. I had an old hockey coach once say you got to eat a little shit to make the gravy taste good. That's exactly what they did because after that game, the only game they have lost <laughs> since that beatdown um, was uh, a contested game to Kansas City. But since that, they have beaten Kansas City, they have beaten Minnesota, they have beaten Buffalo couple of those on the road like it's it's i i'm 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 cautiously optimistic of what they do right now and you know what i listened to uh the steel and teal talk by our buddies uh uh, uh garrett and, and jim you got it you got it right this time there you go i got it right this time and and they were talking about my broncos and uh, and also thanks jim for giving me props for saying fuck that team to the pittsburgh uh, Steelers last last week. He totally oh, agreed with my tomorrow, yeah. yeah, give it a listen. Um, there's nothing more I would like than the Denver Broncos to either go to fucking three. It's not three reverse Heinz. It's not Heinz Field. I want Denver to go to either fucking Steel or Teal for the playoffs. That's what I want. And then, a, and then, and then you guys shot. can then you guys can stop beaking it about how bad uh, my my Russell Wilson led. I, I, I don't love Russell Wilson, but you know what he's doing? He's winning. He's not losing the games. I think you get to that point now, Dave, and it's 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 getting more and more prevalent. Like in week in week out, we we laugh about it. Like it, like how fucking how tight the NFL is, and how like we talked about it last, like mediocre. And I don't want to sit. I don't want to get on that train again. But we talked about it from from like the first time you came on there, came on the fourteen twenty podcast, episode number four, whatever it was. And uh, every team was eight and eight back then. Now every team is eight and nine or nine and eight. And you just got to win one and separate yourself. That's all you got to do. And then don't worry about what happened last week. Fix those problems. Yeah. But you know what? That, that scheme that we, we did this week, it's not going to work next week. So we got to do something else. So don't even worry about, ne- about, uh, about last week. And that's all some of these teams are doing right now. Like, I don't think there's any great, great teams. Like obviously the, the Eagles and the, the Niners are, are do, doing their thing. Uh, but uh the Eagles, the Niners, and the Ravens, I think, are the three best teams in the in the NFL right now. It's just funny to, to see that these teams are just winning almost in spite of themselves, right? 
Like it's, uh, it's, I wouldn't it's, say that about Denver right spider, now. They're, but you know what? Just they're just getting it done. Just to, they're they're just doing enough. Like, yep, exactly. That's what Denver's been doing. They've they've just been doing the things that are that are fun. They're not explosive. There's there's not a lot of um, a vertical threat that um, that Russell Wilson was doing in in Seattle. But it's workmanlike. It's it's some clutch plays by some clutch players. And I'm really liking and the defense is turning the ball over. If you can fucking force turnovers, it makes the biggest difference in the world. That's more than anything, more than sacks, more than red zone percentage. If you can turn it over, if you can force turnovers, that puts your team in such a, an advantageous, advantageous place to win a game. And that's what the Broncos defense is doing. I I'm, I'm so proud of the way um, that Sean Payton has uh, has coached his team up. So fuck you, Brent, because you want to. Oh, hundred percent. Look, I, I I was laughing at that cocksucker fucking for about five weeks straight. You bet. Uh, I wrote uh, I wrote that motherfucker off. I thought he was gonna get fired. I really Payton did. Is, Payton is coaching them up, and they're figuring it out. And you know, I'm not uh, I'm not getting on my knees yet, but. This team is 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 showing me something, and what they're showing me is they haven't quit, and they 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 have some belief. They're 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 right, Ted Lassoing it right now. I tell you what, uh, we'll get to fuck that team in half a second here. Then I should change it just about in a second here because my my brother-in-law, he's a big Bears fan, and I ask because I'm doing pretty good in that uh, that bulldog football pool. Oh, I'm, shit, I'm right. I am just. I'm I'm, the- I'm I'm right there. I'm you're right in the there. jar. Oh yeah, yeah you're I'm, I'm right the there. And I, yeah. uh, I asked, I asked James this morning. I said, "Okay, listen, Malik, I'm fucking right there, and I, I have, I have the uh, the Vikings beating the Bears tonight. He's a Bears fan, and I was just making conversation. I wasn't going to take anything he said to, to, to uh, and go make some drastic change in my pool. I'm, I'm doing pretty well." And uh, he goes, the Bears win tonight. The Bears win tonight because eventually that Viking team, they're going to fall apart with, uh, with the quarterback change. All. He goes, the Bears win tonight. He goes, I guarantee it. And I go, yeah, shook his hand. Yeah, fuck off. See you later. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't say fuck Did off. Did you, you know change I mean? your pick then? No, I didn't change it. So I, I stuck with Minnesota. Minnesota is uh, put up three points in the in the, four, in the they're in the fourth quarter right now. So I, well, they're turning I, the ball over, and it's, it's and like I, I, gar- I, gar- I guarantee the people that, I'm, that I'm, I'm only two points behind. I guarantee you that they took the fucking Vikings. I guarantee it. <laughs> so I would have been in first place after tonight. I, like I don't know if the Bears are are gonna win. Like they're it's only six points, right? And and all these yeah, the Bears still might bear it, but whatever. It's yeah, they're, they're they're turning the ball over, but it, these are all just deflections. It's not really Josh Dobbs' Dave, we get to the uh, the big three of uh, frauds, favorites, and fuck that team. Uh, the three Fs that we uh, do every week here. Our fourteen twenty NFL week in review. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with frauds. Who do you got for your fraud of the uh, NFL season uh, that you thought might have had a chance, might have done something, but they just you know what? They, turns out they just ain't that fucking good. But it has to be Buffalo, right? It's, especially like you know you they they they've lost some games they should have won, and they've. Uh, I, I give them no credit for losing to, to Philly. Like that's a game you gotta win. If you're gonna be a big boy, beat a big boy. And they didn't beat a big boy. So like I, I think that's Buffalo. gonna be the nail in the coffin, that game last night. I really do. Yep. 
um, you know, the, the, that loss to the Jets earlier on. Like, who the fuck loses to the Jets? They're fucking terrible. Speaking of the Jets, how come no oh. one is saying, like, fuck Nathaniel Hackett? All this Fire Canada shit. Whoa. We hear Fire Canada, Fire Canada. How come no one is saying Fire Nathaniel Hackett? Well, because I they was... have like the they have they have Brent Radlinski circa nineteen ninety five playing quarterback for him. Right Christ, now. I was pounding Whoa. that fucking drum last year at this time <laughs> when he was the head coach of the Broncos and like and I was the asshole for calling Hackett a fucking piece of shit. And then that, and then uh, Tim Boyle on my ass is a bad bad quarterback, man. He's not oh, good. Fuck. You know, coach him up. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, Anyone can fucking coach Aaron Rodgers. It well, takes that's the someone, thing, right? And that's the thing. And that that I might I might change change my talk my, my thoughts about that. So we 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 kind of touched on how bad the uh, how bad the two two New York football teams are, New Jersey football teams uh, a couple of times. But that Jets team. Like I, I had Seattle as being the biggest frauds in football. They got blown on. They got shown there how shitty they actually are. Geno Smith isn't good enough anymore. And uh, maybe it's time for Coach Carroll to uh, go back to USC and finish off his career as uh, <laughs> r- r- ride, ride the don- ride, ride, the, ride the donkey up and down the sidelines after a touchdown. <laughs> I'm not saying Coach team, but maybe that's what because he got the same color hair as uh, as Traver does uh, the horse there at USC. Because I think they're, I think they're, they're fraudulent. They got proven by. By a very a very good San Francisco team on on Thanksgiving night there that uh, the 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 Seahawks are fraudulent they're not very good like they they just really really are they don't stop anything they don't score enough they're just they're just not very good but you you get to fraudulent teams and I, like almost a fraudulent franchise that Jets team is fucking that might be the worst football team constructed in the history of the NFL that is absolutely atrocious and yes they're they're they're, they're down a, a hall of fame quarterback but if you have hall of fame players around you that are and great players around you you'd find a way to make it work and yes Nathaniel Hackett's part like okay yeah Hackett's part of the problem ownership's the problem they got a bad quarterback they got a bad backup quarterback and on and on it goes, man. And like, I don't think even with with uh, with Aaron Rodgers, they would have been that much better, really. Well, you know, it would have made Hackett's job a lot easier because he wouldn't have to coach him up. That way, uh, he uh, he could just go to Aaron. And he goes, "What do you think? What do you see?" And then Hackett gets to take the credit as an OC, like he did in fucking uh, Green Bay. I think he's fucking terrible because anyone can fucking coach a Hall of Famer. Anyone can coach a Hall of Famer. It's it's these quarterbacks that aren't Hall of Famers, like Shanahan with Brock Purdy, like Shanahan with uh, Gorgeous Jim, like I don't know, pick your poison. You know, it, it, like any any asshole can fucking coach up a Hall of Famer. I got to, you know, and, and then Bill Belichick as well, right? And 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 Josh Josh Daniels, uh, with Josh Daniels, uh, who who the fuck just got fired from, uh, um. Oakland or or Josh McDaniels, McDaniels, right? You know, you know, he had a cup of coffee with Denver and then he, he, he fired fucking Jay Cutler to draft Tim Tebow. You fucking moron. He, he, he wanted, he, 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 Tim Tim Tebow is the greatest college football player to ever play college football. But he's a terrible he's a fucking terrible NFL. professional. <laughs> you know, like who the fuck do you think you are? I and mean, he didn't learn his lesson because then he, he took gorgeous Jimmy as opposed to, to Derek Carr. You can't make it work. I'm not calling Derek Carr a fucking Hall of Famer, 
but he's a better quarterback than gorgeous Jim. I honestly believe that. And, oh, he and, is. He is. And, and I don't care, but just you're letting your ego get in the way of you doing your goddamn job. Get fucked. Did you happen get to fucked. see uh, uh, that? This was an Amazon game. Wasn't it on, on Friday there? No, I didn't watch one minute of that Jets well, Miami game. It wasn't, the, well, there was a, there was the uh, the, uh, the 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 hail mary that turned out bad for, for a pick six. I saw that highlight. That so, is so the, the, I, I think they I think they named the fail mary is the way that turned out. Yes, yes, yeah. And then there was there was another play. I can't. There, there was a, a third and a third and three or a third and four conversion that uh, boil of my ass didn't convert and they panned to uh zach wilson the milf hunter on the sidelines he had a he had a grin in his face like yeah maybe it isn't me maybe this fucking team sucks right like he, he grinned like oh fuck yeah this isn't my fault they don't blame this on me and that yeah, fucking how playing, did Daniel Hackett? Like we heard fire yeah. canada all the time but like like why isn't hackett taking some heat for not being able to uh, develop a game plan if There's you're a- that good show you're good like There's you, you don't it ain't over yet. Oh, fucking loser! Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett's a fucking loser. And uh, Dave, let's go to the the second of our three F's that we do here every week in the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast NFL Week in Review. Uh, who's your favorite as of right now? Um, I change week to week for me. Um, well, like right now, it's Baltimore's the, the toast of the AFC, and then like it's Baltimore San Fran. And Baltimore's going to win it. Baltimore looked really, really good. But I am still going to stick with the team that I switched to last week. And they put up a lot of points on it. It's a, it's a big event. And like, and I was thinking, I wanted to ask you about this on, on Thursday. We never got, got around to it, though. But playing, like, American Thanksgiving is such a big event. And it's such a big game to, to play, especially the, the two that, that are traditional in Detroit and in Dallas. And so when you and Detroit always loses, uh, not always, but they, they don't have a winning record. At they, always, they always lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. And, uh, but that's gotta be tough almost for four teams to play on the road on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving day. No, like, like you know, you're, you're professional, you're getting paid and your team might come, but it's gotta be a little bit different compared to, um, you know, being in your own bed thing. Like it's gotta be a bit tough. Uh, and so I don't want to give the Dallas Cowboys too much credit, but I think that they're really good. And, but that, and that was a huge game. And yeah, we, we thought the Commodores a few weeks back were, weren't too bad, but turns out they're not very good. But I think that that Dallas team can put up points. I really do. So I, I, I still think the NFC coming out of the NFC is going to be the Dallas Cowboys and the coming out of the AFC. I, I, I like the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens right now. Yeah. Um, Cowboys don't impress me much, to quote Shania Twain. And uh, so I think that uh, I think both Philly and San Fran are better than the the one stars. And and they're going to have to do something different because I I don't know the schedule. I got to assume the one stars are going to play Kelly Green one more time uh, down the stretch. But uh, Philly's. Philly has that division. They're ten and one. I think Dallas is eight and two, eight and three. So Philly, that's Philly's thing. Dallas, the one stars are going to have to go to Philly and Sia and San Fran to get to this to the Super Bowl. And I, I just simply don't see tough Dallas being able to do that. It's tough. 
And uh, we'll get right right into it, Dave. The uh, fame one's coming. Jeez, it's kind of a uh, our, our infamous uh, list, as Jim calls it in the show's notes, because he's uh, afraid to swear on the internet for some reason. Good, he's a good, good old Canadian. <laughs> like swearing, but one of those things. He uh, so I kind of change around. I use the asterisk and everything else for the uh, for how we name it. But it's our, it's our list. We started out uh, in the preseason. Now it's uh, we're into week twelve. Who is your fuck that team for? Uh- this week in the National Football League. I saw, you know what? Our list is getting pretty long, and we're both a little bit worried about running out of teams. And as I look down this list, I don't have this team on it. In fact, I don't have this division on it. So what I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to take four teams and say, fuck you, NFC South. Fuck you to the entire <laughs> NFC South. The Falcons, the Saints, the Bucks, and the Panthers. Fuck That's you. 320 Falcons. players, Dave, all at once. Falcons are first place in that fucking division at five and six. What are those fucking pot lickers are going to host a playoff game? Well, That's fucking no, garbage. They don't ask how they ask how many. Absolute I, garbage. Like, I, I, I watched a bit of it. Was it the the Saints and, and Falcons game on the weekend. It was fucking gross. Like, figure out how to, like, you, you, you we talk about figuring out a franchise, and we and we we beat up on the Panthers a little bit, who are 1-10 in 10 right now. The, the fucking Tampa Bay, I thought they were kind of decent, and I'm, a, and I'm, I'm not a, a Baker Mayfield fan, but I kind of cheer for that. I, I like the cut of that guy's jib. I like how plucky he is. I like I like the way he leads from the front. How but, old are you? You're a plucky guy, and you, you like the cut of his gym. I've used cut of the gym before, but I don't think I, I've ever used the term plucky. He's he is plucky. plucky. He's an He's, idiot. Uh, he is, and you know what? I thought they had a chance. I've, ne- I've never liked him. Never liked him. I, 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 I don't mind him. I don't mind him. I like his spunk, right? Um, <laughs> But but they can fuck off. Every team in that division can fuck right off. So I am taking the Falcons, the Saints, the Bucks, and the Panthers. I'm taking four teams and putting them on the list. Fuck you, NFC South. You should not be able to host a playoff game. I don't care which one of you motherfucking pot-licking bastards oh, win yes. that division. You know, I, I really, You're really awful. got it. Yeah, I uh, fuck that team is going to be the fucking Minnesota Vikings right and fucking right away here. They had a guy wide open down the end zone, and he said he, he, he could have stood there and caught the ball. He, he, oh, I'm going to stand out of bounds instead and catch it. You fucking idiot. Jesus. That's, you know, <laughs> so that's the, the Casey. You know, could you imagine being Patrick Mahomes? I am sick and fucking tired of delivering the ball into your chest. You know? Hands. This this Use was them. a this was a bomb fucking sixty yards downfield and the guy was standing out of bounds to catch it instead of, instead of just catching it and, and then it's going out. <laughs> Anyways, my uh, it, it turns out I stuck with Thanksgiving Day teams. I watched a lot of football over the weekend actually more than I usually do. Uh, kind of like I said, that little bug guy jumped up and grabbed me over the weekend, so I was uh, I was homebound a little bit more than I usually am. But I so but I'm I'm sticking with another team that I watched on uh, Thanksgiving Day. We te- we alluded to it a little bit earlier. My fuck that team this week, and I gave props to him about two weeks ago. I said, you know what, this team's pretty good. And you know who? You know who's not very good? 
once again, and it took once again the Thanksgiving Day Classic at Ford Field, wherever the fuck it's called nowadays. They can play in Pontiac, Michigan, Ford Field, or downtown fucking Detroit, or wherever the hell they play, can play in fucking <laughs> Lansing. The Detroit fucking Lions. Fuck that team. Like they, and it's not just for me. I like I, we got friends in the Belly Up uh, Podcast Network that are that are Lions fans. Like Captain Luke Stravaganza, Lou Gamlin over there, uh, Michael Michael there at Motor City Realist. They're they're Lions fans through and through. And uh, fuck, like you know what? Fuck them. Like to to lose that game year in year out and not even be close this year. Like like just just a fucking wreck. And Green Bay shitty. And like they, it's almost like we give the kiss of death as soon as we say, you know what, this seems to be going to be. They're, they're, I see, think they're okay. They fall right off the fucking bat, right off the wagon. It's like it's like they celebrated the night before they went for the turkey dump at the fucking Detroit Tavern. That whole fucking team coaching staff, the whole thing. That that fucking Detroit team is an embarrassment on fucking Thanksgiving. It's 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 an embarrassment, and they and had a chance. They had a chance to distance themselves in the division and establish themselves, establish themselves in, in front of the national audience. But you know what? Everybody but me knew what was going to happen. Fuck them. Don't embarrass me again. Don't insult my intelligence. Fuck the Detroit Lions. Fuck them. Fuck them all. I'm going to touch wood here. It's on me. Denver has to go to Ford Field in two weeks, right? And 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 like I said, uh, I don't know if it was last episode. I, I said it recently. You know, it, it, it's a paper tiger record because that NFC North is absolute fucking garbage, right? Denver, who 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 I like, they've beaten Minnesota, they've beaten Green Bay, they've beaten Chicago, right? Well, you're those are shitty teams. I know. I fucking know those are shitty teams. But you know who's leading that shitty fucking team division is Detroit. And they just got beat by a shitty team in their own division at home on Thanksgiving in front of all their friends and family. We finally got a chance to win a Thanksgiving game. Everybody tune in. We're going to win. We're eight and two. We're going to fucking drop on Green Bay. We've been wanting to beat Green Bay at home on Thanksgiving forever. Not so fast. Not so fast. In about, in, about, in about fucking 40 minutes, I think I'm going to just have another fuck that team coming up here. I'm yeah. fucking hot right now. Fuck me. I've never won one of these fucking pools. Now I'm licking, like I said, licking the fucking proverbial jar. And I had a licking a jar. Now what two NFC like. fucking North teams are fucking me. They're fucking <laughs> me. They're fucking me. <laughs> Knowing what it smells like, but don't know, don't know what it tastes like, right? Fuck me. Fuck Unbelievable. Anyways, that's the uh, there's the NFL uh, fourteen twenty week twelve in review uh, sponsored by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself twenty bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Get yourself some Detroit Lions tickets, some Minnesota Vikings tickets, and go and fuck them over too. I'm looking at our list right now. I don't have the Patriot. We don't have the page. We haven't. But they're just so bad. They're so bad. <laughs> they just don't even get fucking publicity anymore. That gives me so much pleasure to say the Pats are so don't bad. even. We're not even going to talk about them. What, you know, I read today that uh, that uh, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, when uh, yeah. when he when he comes back, he's ahead in, in the uh, the chart more than Tommy DeVito, who got a win this week. No shit, you're paying dimes fucking forty million bucks a year, and the Devito lives in his mom's basement for fuck's sake. Of course, yeah, of course, dimes is the fucking guy. That's your fuck. fucking. That's your headline. 
Way to and go, then Giants. Danny dies. Do you see that? The, did uh, you see the, hey, uh, how about idiot. some pizza? <laughs> Fuck. Those, no, I, I, I'd like to get an actual, like a New Yorker on the show who uh, watches football. And I want to get their, their actual take on those two teams. Or New oh, Jersey or whoever. Right. So I think I think it might be quite humorous. Like it would be really. Could you funny. imagine me? And like so, like so if you're a season ticket holder for the either the Giants or the Jets, and then so what? Do they give you a luxury bus to come down from from New York to thing? I don't know what it is. I would imagine on a Sunday it's, it's a, a forty it's, it's minute a hike, drive. But yeah, yeah. Like on a Sunday, it would probably it'd be less than like on a Monday trying to get in and out from work kind of thing. But nonetheless. Whoa. You're asking a lot of things, and your field fucking. I I kind of wanted to touch on this that that Metro Life fucking turf took another guy down. Like, well, I was I've actually I, I had there was a guy who used to be part of Belly Up, but I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The Injured List Podcast. I meant been meaning to contact him. He's a really he, he's a he's a surgeon, so he knows what the uh, and he has a and he talks about injuries all the time on his on his Twitter account. I wanted to get him on and talk about that because it's it's interesting because like. The turf can cause it, from what I read, but it's a pre-existing injury that it's bound to go. Like when the Achilles goes, it goes. But it, it, it's something that go. But it the the turf accelerates it. Yeah, and I don't know why, but like it, it's no. it's 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 a thing. Like it's clearly a thing. Like the people talk about the the. New, New Jersey turf, yeah. Players get more injuries on it, like, and that's that's what I read on on the Twitter machine. So, like, I don't know anything, but it seems like it's a it's a pretty shitty playing surface. And like, when you're when you're a billionaire paying hundreds of millions of dollars a year, you would think you would want your hundreds of millions of dollars a year to be safe, right? Like, you're not fucking buying a Kentucky Derby winner and running him on asphalt. Well, we'll get into that in the next segment, because I, there, there's a lot that's bothering about about the uh, the NFLPA, the NHLPA, and the, the player safety and stuff, that there's there, there's there seems to be a disconnect between the two. Does that make it like there seems to be? Oh, a, no, no, no. I, like, yeah, let's get into it. Let's let's okay. just think of it. 14, 20 sports and... bar podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Uh, get back to you in half a second after this little uh, word from our friends over at CE. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Uh, Dave, uh, the NHL fucked for a league that's trying to been and forever since we we were since we were young guys and everything else it's been trying to uh do all the right things all the time make its way into the mainstream united states and it's it fails at every fucking possible turn and it's starting to it's actually starting to piss people off and uh across our across our great country in canada here uh on a weekly basis the decisions that get made and the uh, the the thoughts and process and everything else that happens in the national hockey league just seem to be uh 
I, I'll go. I'll go as far as saying that it's starting to haunt the uh, haunt the National Hockey League. And Gary Bettman and his band of merry men are just seem to make wrong choice after wrong choice. And there was a few that happened over the weekend. The first one I want to start with was on uh, Saturday afternoon. The uh, Boston Bruins traveled to Madison Square Garden in New York City to face the Rangers. The game was secondary. The Raid that Rangers team is really good. Let's we'll just talk some hockey. But uh, people aren't listening to our show to, to break down the uh, who score goals or anything else. But the uh, the Rangers uh, right at the end of the game, Jacob Truba hit a guy by the name of uh, what the heck's his name? Frederick uh, doesn't much matter. I don't give a shit what his name is right now. I should have got this right. Uh, Trent Frederick over across the back of the head. Uh, that was a vicious, vicious play by all accounts. I could not believe what I saw. I thought that that crap got left behind us uh, back in the uh, in the 90s. The goonery action. That wasn't even 90s. So that was 80s and 70s stuff that, that happened there with Truba on Saturday afternoon. Dave, when you uh, you probably didn't watch the game live, but when you first saw that, what was your uh, what was your initial thoughts of Truba's? And I'm laughing about it now because it's it's, it's just uh, like a. I don't want to say it's horrific, but it was it's it's such a joke. I, I couldn't believe what I saw when uh when first Truba did it and then for the referee was right on the play, didn't he raise his arm for for a penalty call? Yes, I I did not watch that game. Um thankfully thanks uh for realizing that I don't watch NHL on a regular basis, but that's what it is. Um, but I did see it on the Twitter machine. I go and look at the, excuse me, on the highlights, and I and I saw that. And like, when I saw it that night, I was like, "Oh fuck, someone's going to be missing some some games." And that was on Saturday night or Sunday night. Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoons. Okay, yeah. So I, I did see it on Saturday, and then when I believe this morning is when I read the punishment was five grand, five grand for that that fucker. Chopped him in the back of the head with his stick, and he, he he's. I see different things in the NHL, and I see dirty hits, and I see things that shouldn't happen. But you know, like a dirty hit, like when I see these uh, blindside hits and leading with the show, uh, like head hunting and stuff like that, and guys are getting four or five game suspensions. I, I agree with it, but I don't fully agree with it, if that makes sense, because that is still part of the game. You gotta protect yourself. You gotta make sure you know what you're doing when you're when you're skating around on the ice at a high speed. But for a scrum in front of the net and a guy to take his stick and club me in the back of the head, that is malicious. That's with intent, and he gets a five thousand dollar fine, like a game check, like we talked off screen. A game check is fifty grand. Because you with the save way- that fucker money by not giving him a suspension, and and, and that I don't understand. That with I the way don't the understand. NHL works now, Dave, with the salary cap uh, implications, everything else. Uh, Jacob Truba's cap, Truba's cap hit is forty four thousand dollars a day, a day during the National Hockey League season. Uh, forty four plus, actually. Uh, he got fined five thousand dollars. He doesn't miss a game, so he doesn't. There's no such thing as game checks anymore. It's NFL's game checks, NHL. You get paid. It's, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a lot of accountant speak. But so basically, he's going to get make thirty nine thousand dollars today instead of forty four thousand dollars today. 
Um, he won't miss $44,000 uh, for slashing. Uh, he, no, he won't miss $5,000 uh, at all. Like, yeah, you never wanted to lose five grand, but I'm, I'm certain he dropped $5,000 in a restaurant on Thanksgiving or paid for dinner somewhere on Thanksgiving, uh, on Thanksgiving Day in New York City. Um, it's an absolute fucking disgrace that uh, that it, something like that happened. I, this goes back a long way. I remember a swing incident back here in Lethbridge in 19, 1982. Uh, Mark Tenorti was involved in it. It was a long time ago. And that stuff the I thought... Was, had tigers. We went, I thought that stuff went away. When the they were wearing coveralls. Yeah, back in the day. And you, you remember that one. And a, a stick swing incident, like when you don't have control of your stick and, and, that, and that's your reaction, that's who you are. And that's a dirty play. And a getting a five grand shirt's going to put him on the books, I guess you could say. So, yeah, he's going to be a repeat offender. So the next time will be a suspension. But wouldn't something like that be an automatic? Like, you can't do that. You can't swing your stick and hit someone in the head. Because let's just say that he fought, that he hit two inches below where he hit uh, the kid in, in the head. and He hit him on his helmet. So it was lucky. It was lucky. And it, when it comes to safety, you can't be lucky. And that goes back from one of my, my construction days. If you're, if you're relying on luck, you're fucked. You're, you're, some, someone's going to get hurt. So he got hit in the, in, the, in, in the helmet, and Trent Frederick is very lucky right now that he isn't seriously hurt because two inches lower, it gets him in the ear because on, on a hockey helmet, the ear isn't protected. Two inches lower than that, it, it hits him in the neck, and who knows? It could have it could have crushed his larynx, could have busted it or something open, uh, and on it goes. With the referee standing right there, why it doesn't go to the the a uh, 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 hearing in front of the uh, player safety? I have no idea. That was a blatant fucking. I'm gonna hurt this guy because he pushed me, and that's what it looked like to me. What Frederick did throughout the game, whatever happened, like in, in hockey, a lot of stuff goes on. We we both know that, and we're both old school guys who miss the the, the old school part of the game. Guys getting hit, guys getting punched, guys fighting, whatever it is. But I've never been a proponent of a guy swinging his stick at anybody's uh, other body parts because that's that is malicious and there's an intent to injure. And that's what Truba did. And for him to get a five thousand dollar fucking fine, it's not just a kick in the teeth to to uh, Jason Fred or, or Trent Frederick. It's a kick in. The, I should get his name right one of these times. It's a kick in the teeth to other players of, of lower um, of lower ilk, I guess. That say, you know what, the big boys can do whatever they want because you know what, they can afford it. They can afford it. It, it's, it, it's not. It's an absolute fucking joke that that that's a five thousand dollar fine to slash a guy across the head. Let's say like if if, if that Frederick kid would have would have spun just a little bit and gets that right in the right in the right in the fucking chicklets. He's doing more than spitting chicklets right there, a lot more, right? And it's half a second. That, that, that that's all it could have been and that i know you can't and i think that's one thing the nhl has to do is they really have to start saying this is what could have happened not what did like the the crime the crime should or the time should do the crime but the crime could have been a lot worse in 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 in, in a split second that crime could have been awful you're completely right on that one because you know it's it's not about intent it's it's being responsible for your stick Right, so he can. I didn't see the entire thing. I just saw the actual incident, and he and he turned and and swung and and hit the stick. And like and you said, you know, um, if it if it hit him in the neck, if it hit him here, but you know, another four inches later, it hits him in the shoulder pad, and then now there's no fine. There's nothing. Right, right, and and Truba has 
a history of a of a good hockey player, good hard hockey player. He's he he's aggressive. He I, I would I, I'd have him on my team. 100%. You bet. Like he lays people out, and you know what? I don't know if this was. Um, I don't know why he decided to swing his stick, but anytime someone decides to swing his stick, I don't care if it hits you in the fucking kneecap. I don't care if it hits you in the nuts. I don't care if it hits you in the fucking bridge of the nose. Bang. You swung your stick at that guy on purpose. Two games, whatever. Right. You know, just something because you cannot have guys swinging their stick in anger at uh, each other's thing like and then and then what happens and then we got ogilvy on on uh fucking uh slap shot right and then you can't cross the border you can't do this and then <laughs> oglethorpe oglethorpe ogilvy was the catcher ogilvy no ogilvy was a nerd on bat on the bad uh, the fact bad bears. On, on bad news bears like he wasn't the catcher he was the guy who just kept scoring <laughs> we're not talking billy bob thornton fucking bad news bears. we're talking walter matthew bad news bears. Walter Mathau, Mathau. <laughs> but you know like and true is a, a big intimidating player that plays the game that you and i both like like he he he'll he'll put a he'll put his shoulder into a guy's chest and put him out good clean hits this is not good clean hit. This is using your stick as a weapon. Uh, and no, when you use your always... stick as a weapon. I don't care where you hit a motherfucker, you get a suspension. You always hear the talking heads say, well, it was a hockey play gone wrong. It was a hockey play. Two guys battling, battling into the wall. Two guys battling for the puck. Two guys doing this. At no point is a stick above battle. the waist going towards a, a person's head a hockey play. At no point. Never. Like ever, 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 and that could have been such a disaster. And you, you wonder, and and this is what I, I have a problem with the NHLPA and the NHL, the, the way things negotiated, and the director of player safety, and on it goes, uh, George Peros, I think, and he was a he was a bit of a ruffian himself. But it's that that, that Peros is an asshole. I don't like him at all. But carry it's on. Neither here nor there, like right now. But it's uh, it's it's quite funny that uh, the NHLPA. Uh, they're supposed to protect all players and be for all players, but it, it really doesn't seem that they are because when you are allowing that shit to happen against your own members, who's the NHLPA really protecting? Like they they negotiate these contracts with the NHL at the at the bargaining agreement to say the maximum fine can be this, this can be this, this is all you can do. Here's what we're doing. Are the, are is the NHLPA protecting its players? Or is it is it hurting more players? Like, do they care about the, the, these the, these younger guys, or, or is it all about the the high rollers and everything? Else? Like, if 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 it was Sidney Crosby instead of Trent Frederick getting hit the, across the head the other night, you would have had. Or actually, you know what? Let's forget about Crosby. We'll talk about that in a half a second too. How Ovechkin and Crosby are kind of feeling a little bit left out. But like, if it was Connor Bedard. Wonderkind of the National Hockey League. If he's the one who got slashed across the back of the head at Madison Square Garden on Sunday, on Saturday afternoon by Jacob Truba, what's the fucking penalty? A lot more guaranteed. Well, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. You know, especially like what if the what the fellow was hurt? What if what if it, what if Connor Bernard's had to go on a on a Mother's Day trip with Corey Perry, like I don't know, like, like well, what are the penalties about? Too, but yeah. What are the what are the penalties about that? Um, and it shouldn't matter. The, the 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 only thing that matters is that Truba was swinging his stick as a weapon and using it as a weapon, and like it doesn't matter 
It doesn't matter if you hit him on the top of the head. It doesn't matter if you wrap him on the ankles. You were swinging that stick. Like, it, 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 it's a fast, violent game. And, you know, even when you're standing still, you have a weapon in your hand, and that's your stick. And when you're swinging it like that, it's not, Chuba, it, Chuba knows better. It's not Chuba supposed be to be a weapon, and that's the thing. Yes, and Truba used it as a weapon there, and like, and and you know, I, I keep saying it, it doesn't matter. It does matter, right? It does matter if you if you wrap a guy on the back of the the knees as hard as you can, as opposed to the back of the head. It does matter, and he hit him in the back of the head, like with a with a good two hander, like that would have fucking hurt. You know, and, and then late, and then later on today, the NHLPA was they all or the NHL and the Player Safety Associate, whatever the fuck, they made the announcement. I can't remember the, the guy's name from the Seattle Kraken. He got a two a two gamer uh, for a slew foot that he had on uh, Alex DeBrink of the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, he got a two gamer the same day, the same day. So a slew foot, a lot can happen. A lot. See, once again, a lot could happen in a slew foot. A guy could break his tailbone. Fall fall back, break his head. A lot of injuries have happened from slew foots o- over the years. But you know what? A lot of hap- a lot of injuries haven't happened from slew foots over the year. So that one gets two games. This guy gets fucking. And this is some I don't can't remember the guy. I should do some research. Is it because it Truba is a name, or because the Rangers? Like if if Truba be- played for Colorado, or I'd be mean, sorry for Columbus, he might have got two games. Because like, I, I don't, don't think there was a penalty on the play. I think that that's why, because it was it was a dead puck foul kind of thing. Is yeah, that there was, why? There, there wasn't there wasn't the penalty on the play, so there it wasn't. I don't want to say it wasn't reviewable, but it was one of those things. Like well, but well, like, so a guy slew foot, you break it, doesn't get hurt. Once it's another guy doesn't get hurt, this kid gets gets two games and he actually loses out on money. To break it or, or, or Truba, Truba slash slash the guy across the head in a much much dirtier play. And he gets five grand, and he can afford it. Not that this other kid can't, but do not get. I it. don't do get not it. do not get it. Like, like even say game suspension because now we can look it up and then, okay, like so that costs him fifty grand at least. Thank you, right? Because five grand is insulting. Nothing. It's insulting. It's nothing. He no, it's- he he. Yeah. The uh, the next one I want to talk about, it's, it's a joke. I mean, we beat that one to death if we want to. The next one I want to talk about is on, on Saturday, once again, the NHLPA just tripping along themselves. And this has been a, a, a while running there with what's allowed on, on the ice, what's not allowed on the ice, uh, as a, uh, like with, with jerseys and tape and masks and, and uh, things on the helmets and everything else. Uh, the NHL, uh, they, they, they set a precedent about a year ago when they decided to pride jerseys because there were seven players out of the, like, what is there, 32 teams by 25 guys, so 800 players, seven guys uh, over the years uh, didn't agree or didn't feel that they should have to wear a pride jersey, and that, and that's that's actual fact. And that like I'm not I'm not pulling up. And that's uh, that's for warmups, not for actual. That's, that's just and that's an actual yeah. thing. I'm not making that up at all. I'm not woke, anti woke. I still don't know what those two fucking statements leave. He missed the fucking field goal. The Vikings. I think the Vikings won. Doesn't much matter. I'm not talking about that right now. But it's uh, no, that was earlier on in the game. The uh, the 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 uh, HLPA on on Saturday afternoon. Mark Andre Fleury, who's uh, 
probably one of the best guys in, 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 in not just professional hockey and professional sports, always got a smile on his face, always has time for the media, always saw, uh, and on and on it goes, even through some hard times. Good guy. He seems like a really good guy. He uh, he had a, a mask made, a mask painted for uh, Native Awareness. And uh, Native Awareness Day in Minnesota, they were playing the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche. He got a Native American uh, to do a, a design on his mask for Native Awareness and everything else. The NHL PA, the NHL said he was not allowed to wear it. Well, turns out that all the stories came out that, well, his... Uh, his wife is Native American, so he's got a vested interest in what goes on. There's been a lot going on throughout North America, and Native awareness is a thing, especially in our neck of the woods. We know all about it. There's a, it's not, it's not a very good situation around here, and so Native awareness, uh, it's, it's, it's a thing. And uh, the NHLPA said, or NH, he said he can't wear that mask. Flurry said, get fucked, stay fucked, and fuck you. And he said, I'm wearing this mask. He never said it in those kind of words, but he wore the mask in warm up, and he wore it during the game, and then the uh, the. The, one of the tribes in the area said, if you get fined, we'll pay the fine. I'm sure Flory could pay, pay whatever fine <laughs> it would have been. He'd have been fine. But I, I could not believe, I could not believe that the NHL would tell a, a longtime citizen, a longtime player, a guy of... Uh, Who's Flurry, done the right it, thing every uh, step of the he's way. He's going to the Hall of Fame, on and on it goes. That he, hey, you can't wear a mask that supports what your, what your wife might support or what your, your, your family supports and everything else on native awareness day at a rink of one of their teams. I, I couldn't believe what I, what I heard. And I'm glad Flurry said, you know what? I'm wearing it. Fuck Get off. fucked. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad for him too. And, and, and why wouldn't he? Because, you know, especially for goalie masks, you see the shit that they, the, uh, I say shit. Like I, I, I don't mean that in a derogatory Stuff. way yeah. at all. Right. They have, they have heavy metal Iron Maiden with Eddie on the mask. They have fire and brimstone and shit and violent images on their mask. And you're going to tell someone who has a, a native awareness pattern. And it was just mask? like, it wasn't gaudy. It wasn't not that it ever is, but like, it, what it was if, just, like, what it, it was what just flowers was, and it was nothing. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was, it was extremely tasteful and nice. Like what, what happens if that's, the game, the mask he wants to wear every single day of the of his season. Do they say I, no to that? Like, so where do you where do you say no to devil and and bullets and bullet holes? And say you can't. You, you yeah, no, that's cool. But like uh, dream catchers and and native. Um, it, it's it's significant things. I don't understand. Like if you think about it, like like how many, I I I'll take it to an extreme level. Like over over the years, when I see a uh, like a headdress or a uh, um, or people or people in general, when when they see, um, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna twist this a little bit. How the it's fuck, a culture, not a caution. Like how the fuck would a native awareness mask be any different? And let's say if uh, if Mark Andre Fleury, actually Jimmy Waite back in the nineties, I don't know if you remember his name. That's uh, back in the eighties and nineties. He was a goaltender for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and he had an Indian feather headdress that mimicked the, uh, the 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 color scheme of the Chicago Blackhawks. He played for the Blackhawks. Like a headdress. It was a headdress that would that, that like went not down his goalie his, mask. It's just something he would. No, wear. It, it, it was on his mask, but it went down. The, the painting oh. on his mask was 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 of an Indian headdress. How the fuck is 
that any different than what than what Mark Andre Fleury was trying to wear two days ago? Well, In that's fact, a lot different. How the fuck is is the, the Blackhawks jersey? If you if you're gonna if you're gonna ban fucking Andre Fleury's fucking mask, why aren't you blaming the Blackhawks jerseys? Think about that. I I I gotta agree, and I, I have to agree. It's 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 a native. It's an it's a, it's a native, and his face is on your jersey. Like obviously, it's a lot more noble than um, than Chief Wahoo from from our our Cleveland Guardians, mm-hmm. but nonetheless. A people is your symbol, right? Like, like so. So, can you like? It, it, it's a it's a thing. Are like, are you allowed to to uh, put? Um, I don't know, Benjamin Netanyahu on your thing and call yourself the Chicago Jews, right? Like, I, I, I like, honestly, under, like, like I that's don't under, what I it don't is. Understand the tribe who, of Benjamin, the tribe of, of I of don't Judah, understand right? who would have been offended at all by that mask like, when I seen it. Like, most people wouldn't even know what it was. Like, whatever. Because how many people watch fucking hockey? Like, I watch hockey. I, I was not turning, tuning into the fucking Minnesota Wild fucking the Colorado Avalanche fucking hockey game. It drew more and, attention by being fuckheads than it would have if they just let it, let it the game slide. And that's the thing. I don't. I think the NHL actually did want to let it slide, but the press, being what the press is, and it's their job. Is like he's not supposed to do this. He's not supposed to do this. And they made sure everybody knew he wasn't allowed to do this. But he did do it, and the NFL, the NHL. Uh, Higher up said, "No, we're gonna let it slide." So when 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 don't you let it slide, right? Is it when a Russian puts uh puts uh an anti-Ukraine thing on their helmet, like like and 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 that's I understand the, the league's dilemma going forward because there will be a time when somebody some player does something silly and puts a logo on their helmet or or on their thing. So, you know, and, 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 you know, I, and I agree. Like I agree with you. There, there is going to be a, something that does go over the edge, right? But we, I think, I think in general, like, now that we, but who's the one to say where the edge is? Like where is it. that line? And, and that's right? the thing. Like now that we have this, uh, and once again, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna plead ignorance. I don't know what woke is and anti woke and blah, blah, fuck. I don't give a fuck. I just know that if if you're nice to people and and uh, it works out pretty good, and if you if you if something's wrong, you should say something. But if something's right and they want to fucking if, if I I can't I cannot see how a because uh, there's people if I don't want to see it, we'll turn the fucking channel, right? Or if I I don't want to well, get turn the channel, whatever. Um, don't push it down my throat because I, I think that's that's the anti woke crowd, correct? Right. I think yes. Okay. So the anti woke people are, have become so afraid of seeing anything new they think they're pushing it down my throat well they're not because you wouldn't have even known you wouldn't have known at all now now to me what would what what's what's more but now you're getting told what you should be offended by well and and, but i'm not i'm not telling you anything 
Like I, I'm yeah, just... but 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 like, like now letter writing yeah. campaign. And like, so the, oh, the, the anti woke crowd is actually the ones to blame for this for for not be, people being allowed to express themselves when we're we're in two thousand fucking twenty three. I don't know why I'd look at the fucking date. Like now we're so the anti woke crowd has actually made things worse when we're supposed to be smarter and better and everything else. Like, like they wanted to express the native awareness. That's it. Not one of those fucking anti woke motherfuckers ever says something about that same team. The, or, or a different team wearing a gambling sticker on their fucking helmet that actually causes more problems to communities, to families, everything else, to like, the, like actual problems today. They don't say a fucking word about that, but a fucking feather on a mask. Well, we 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 can't have that. Stick to fucking sports. Don't tell me what the, like what I got to do and what I what where my tax dollars go. Like Jesus fucking Christ, just stop the fucking puck. I don't need to know you're married to a to a a, a native. And they don't use the word native either, right? Like, it's just like, well, just fuck off. Just relax. He's a goalie playing a goddamn game. Why are we? Who's a nice guy? What is, who is a nice guy who's been in the league for 15 fucking years? Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. In the big, exactly. And don't worry. And the big picture is if there might be three people that that mask helps. Who might might and three's low, obviously, but there there might be a hundred people who after that game went and read up on something about native awareness. Good, good. And that's someone's going to buy and, that mask, and and that's good. That's a good thing. And someone buys that mask, and, and that 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 ten and grand that money goes to might the go to something that wherever. helps. Yes, exactly. The it's people good. who watch the people who watch the watch the game. There's probably more than a hundred that night who spent their last hundred bucks on a fucking gambling app or a gambling this or blah blah blah. It's fuck. The NHL is actually getting worse than any other sport is right now, in my opinion, when it comes to the gambling stuff. And I, I whatever we, we used to be sponsored by some gambling apps and just yeah, I'm good. But the the thing is, more people got harmed by the NHL and what they allow that same game. By spending money on gambling and everything else, some people can can contain it, but most can't. I shouldn't say most, but it's a it's a split. More people got harmed by NHL produced bullshit with the gambling stuff than Mark Andre Fleur in his mask. I, gu- no, I guarantee it. Because zero people got harmed. There was zero. Like there, yeah, there was there's a there's a small faction of people that may or may not have been butthurt. You know what? And I don't even know. And people were butthurt about it. All I know is like the media said that he's going to wear a mask that he's not allowed to wear. What's going to happen? Right. And I, I knew that before he even wore it. Like I knew that. Like, and I'm not like I, I follow obviously sports, but I don't follow everything all the time. But it came across my Twitter feed that Mark the most was the irrelevant team in the National Hockey League just might be the Minnesota Wild. And I knew that Marc-Andre Fleury was going to wear an illegal mask during fucking warm-ups. He didn't even wear that goddamn mask during the game. And we're talking about it right now. I'm not 100% sure, but... Oh, I didn't think he wore it during the game. But nonetheless, like I I knew he was going to wear it before he even wore it. Like, why people got butthurt about that? Why the NHLPA said, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't. Why the NHL said, yeah, you you can't do that. Who's it hurting? The yeah. anti-woke crowd. The only people that was hurting was the anti-woke crowd saying, not in my backyard. Fuck off. 
Right. And, you know, and the same thing, the NHL has said uh, the players aren't allowed to wear that gay pride tape on their sticks anymore. Right? The, the rainbow players, tape? You know, I'm, I'm doing it. Get fucked. And apparently players are using it all over the league. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, like, like find me. You're going to you're gonna kick me out of the game? You just, you let Truba hit a guy in the back of the head like a like he was chopping down a goddamn tree. Good point, Dave. And what you're going to make, and you're going to suspend me. What hurts the game more? Fucking goonery, which you're, which you're talking on both sides of your mouth, saying that you're, we have no we're no part of the game in this. We're trying to get rid of this. The fighting, the stage fight. Or I have rainbow sticks. Somebody with a fucking flower on their mask. Rainbow or, or, tape or, on their blade. Or rainbow tape on their stick. What, 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 hurts, what hurts kids more? What hurts kids more? Because a kid is actually going to, a kid is actually going to, um, a kid is actually going to, Imitate their their, imitate their heroes that. playing in the a, league. A, a kid, a kid, a kid ain't turning gay, and he ain't fucking gonna beat up a native watching whatever the hell on TV. He's gonna slash another kid across the head because he saw it on TV. Yeah, that's fact. You bet, uh, because that guy's in the NHL, and like, well, I don't have to put rainbow tape on my tape on my stick. Well, then don't. No one could. But you know that guy, like you know, <laughs> he just fucking clubbed a guy in the back of the fucking head. And he only got a five thousand dollar fine. I might be able to do that and and find my way into the NHL, right? Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. It, it, it's fucked. It's it, it's a fucked. I don't understand exactly what the NHL is trying to prove here by their agenda, whether it be discipline. Well, like, like they're just dis, they're disciplined. They're disciplined. So you're saying you're not allowed to do this. Which is the rainbow tape and the flat and the and the the native mask, but you're not going to punish that. But this hitting a guy in the back of the head with a stick, yes. everybody, everybody. If that's the first time you watch, if that's the first NHL game you ever watch, you knew that was illegal, and you're giving him hundred percent. You're giving him a fucking nickel fine. Get fucked, NHL. Figure it out, Batman, because. You know, and Arizona, fucking move. <laughs> Fuck off, Gary Batman. Jesus fucking is. Christ. Figure out the small shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. We'll get back to you right in half a second here with a little bit of who is better. Where? No, go ahead, Dave. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, we're we fly through these episodes now, hey. Think, things you know, are going I, pretty I, good. I yeah, we, we kind of got it down to a science three, 351 of these later, and everything else. We kind of got it all figured out. Uh, I don't know when, when Jim gets it and everything else, how, how it turns out, but it turns out pretty good here at the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four of your sports talking a whole lot more. Uh, Dave, uh, got a few who is betters, always makes me laugh. I sometimes don't make last- me sad like last week. Good last week, I don't think you were sad. You had to think a little more than you usually do on who was better. Like, they were, they were more... Uh, they were who was less bad? Yeah, who was less bad, I guess, is one of those things when they had to do a, a little more investigative reporting in between your ears for the, the time the time frame we had. So let's uh, let's get into some who is better for this week uh, the, on uh, episode number 351. Dave, who is better? Your man, Russell Wilson, or... Russell Hammond, the lead singer of Stillwater from the movie Almost Famous. Russell Hammond, for sure. Because, you know what? Um, Russell Wilson, I appreciate the job you're doing this year. You um, went I different on me on this one. 
I appreciate what you did for the Seattle Seahawks. Won that Super Bowl. Beat my Broncos in the Super Bowl. But still water runs deep, man, and almost famous in that tiny dancer scene. That's such a great movie. That is such a great movie. And um, Rock God jumping off the street in whatever town of the city they were in there or jumping off the I am the, I am the lizard god or whatever he said. Rock whatever. God, I think he said Rock yeah, God. Yeah, whatever it was. And um, what's her name is one of my crushes, uh, Angie. What's What the fuck is her name? Uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter that 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 was the lead. Yeah, and uh, anyway, she's a bit of my crush. So uh, give this one to the almost famous crowd. What the fuck is her name? I'll I'll figure it out in a in a question or two, but for sure, without a doubt, uh, Russell Hammond from uh, from Almost Famous. I I like the the part when he goes back to whatever to. <laughs> Small town USA, where the writer to his mom approach. back to his mom. The, the mom starts giving him shit, and it's like Kate Hudson. He's like Kate Hudson's her name. So he's sitting there like, okay, and he's kind of he's a quasi rock star. I mean, like like one of those '70s things where there's a, a band everywhere. Was when he's like, I'm sorry, man. It was it's, it's such a great movie. Russell Hammond. I think Russell Hammond over over Russell Wilson a little bit. Obviously, it's fake and everything else, but yeah, it's one of those things. Um, who is better, Dave? A uh, guy I haven't listened to in a long time, but I, I stumbled across him today. He used to be big here on 960 uh, uh, AM radio here in our part of the world. And then uh, the clones, this, uh, this goes back a long time. I think you remember this when he had the, it was on, it got simulcast at night uh, back 960. Jim, Jim Rome uh, from the jungle or uh, Canadian comedian, Jim Carrey. That's a pretty good one. Um, Jim Carrey. After Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura, I don't know how much I appreciate that guy. He he's definitely really funny, and he definitely the Truman Show was good. Yeah, and also yeah, the Truman Show was like where that was the bubble one, right? Where like yeah. where they yeah did the the scripted life for him, but. Uh, Jim Rome, I, I haven't listened to him in years since uh, 960 AM radio, the sport network in Calgary. Now I'm stopped carrying him. Uh, I don't listen to his podcast. But Jim Rome gave me a shit ton of funny listening pleasure. Um I don't even know if I would want to do this with you without listening to Jim Rome back in the no, day. He created, he created a whole uh, genre. He created a whole genre. Um, I think Jim Carrey is a bit of a whack job. I am going to go Jim Rome on this one all the way. Uh one guy that uh, was near near and dear already passed away, and friend like he would have been, been a, he would have been a headache with a podcast and Facebook and Twitter times was. Uh, the real deal, Rob O'Neill, and you, you, a guy that we uh, we love to this day dearly, absolutely. Uh, Oni got a lot of his uh, his material from Jim Rome back in the day, and there was even his inflections. The way Oni talked a lot of times was was from Jim Rome. So, uh, but yeah, Rome Rome used to be so great, and then it just kind of went away. 
Like, you know, because there's just so much now, right? There's just so much. There's so much content. And you, and you, 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 you get your own niche things you listen to every day. And Rome kind of went away. And like, there was times where, where Rome with the clones kind of got a bit like, okay, well, here we go again. Like it was, but Rome used to be so so great. I, like I don't even know if he, like what's he do now. I have, I have no idea what he even does now. I gotta assume he has the show still going on because like he he was on CBS and all that stuff. And you know what? I I, I remember back in the day, um, my my wife had a conference in Banff, and I had to find a place to because it happened to be during the smack off. Yeah. So I, I found a place. Like the clones were funny too. Like his fist. Oh, you bet. The smack off was And it was so, and this was before Twitter. Like this is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was natural. It was 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 a cult follower. Yeah. There's no getting around that. Yeah, no. Yeah, you bet. It was great. Yeah, he was It was organic and, and, and he. He's part of the thing that we're doing now. It was pre podcast and everything too. No, and, and, and like without without Rome, like I don't know without Rome if you and I would be doing this kind of thing, but it was I got hundreds of thousands of hours of enjoyment out of Jim Rome. I know, I know. Like when I used to work up north there, and I was coming back like 1997, 98, when I was working, mm-hmm. I'd drive, be driving back down, and I'd put him on. It could be like I said he was on nine o'clock when they would broadcast rebroadcast those shows and like it's like that's fucking cool and it, like yeah you go it's like yeah you know what a long time ago like i could do that i could do that and then yeah you're right like, those around, are right? mid 90s yeah, yeah that was, this was, this was great yeah. yeah uh dave who is better uh christmas crooner perry como or the alleged milf hunter we won't get into the story until it's been proven <laughs> we won't get into it the alleged milf hunter, Corey Perry. Corey Perry or Perry Como? Who is better? You know, I know the name Perry Como. I do believe he's Canadian from Ottawa. Oh, I, well, that's, I'm not... uh, that's, um... Oh, that's Burke Baccarat. No, that's not Burke Baccarat. Burke Baccarat is from Ottawa, like, uh... No, it, no, it is Perry Como, but it doesn't matter anymore. Um... That's a weird one because Perry, uh, Corey Perry is an absolute peach of shit guy that no one wants to play against, but everybody wants him on their team. Former Hart Trophy winner, meaning uh, you were the most valuable player in the NHL. Um, but he was asked to take a leave under apparent nefarious circumstances. And, you know, like in, and if you're going to do Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson things, um, be prepared to have Zach Wilson, um, consequences. And like, Zach Wilson sucks. I, okay. Well, I'll, I'll say it. Like, I hope the allegations aren't true, but I really hope the allegations are true. Like I, oh, I, I, I could give a fuck. I don't care. Like, I have no horse like, in this race. Like, okay, here it is. If this a is rumor, the way you want to end your career by being a shitty teammate, yeah, by fucking your there's rookie, a rumor your, going about your superstar got, rookie got told to, to, or he stayed home on uh, on Friday, didn't get to participate in the uh, Chicago Blackhawks game against <laughs> the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs on on Friday afternoon. Uh, they didn't know nothing was disclosed why he wasn't playing. He was, it was around the team, everything else. 
and uh, he's not around. And yesterday, I think it was, he said, like, for personal reasons, he's going to be away from the team. And then the, the team said something different, typical Chicago Blackhawks style. They're talking out of both sides of their mouth. But it came up today on Twitter. I saw that he was, uh, Corey Perry's name was, was trending on Twitter. And it turns out that uh, the rumor Twitter, so whatever, you, you can't believe everything you read on Twitter, obviously, but he had a, uh, a little a liaison, after our liaison, on uh, with Connor Bedard's mom when uh, the, the moms on the mom's trip that the, the, the Chicago Blackhawks brought all the moms on for the, the Blackhawks' latest road trip. So the rumor has it that uh, Corey Perry and Connor, Connor Bedard's mom hooked up, and that's why Corey Perry is no longer playing for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Whether it's true or not, we'll find out in the coming uh, hours ahead, but uh, we're, I don't I, believe- I'm, we're not confirming what we're just saying what the rumors are. I, I don't believe the consummation happened for a millisecond because Connor Bedard's mom has been Connor Bedard's mom forever, obviously. But especially for the last four years with all this shit and like what he's going through, there's no way she would have given up game to Corey Perry. I think Corey Perry made an untowards advance. That would be my understanding. Yeah, I think that might have been as far as ago. I, I don't think there was any... Uh, yeah, any, I don't uh, think... I don't think there's any yeah. changing the hotel key, hotel room keys. I, no, I, I would be absolutely floored if there was any in and out game being played between Corey Perry and and, and Connor Bedard's mom. But Corey Perry is a bit of a piece of shit. I'm so on my too many that. days. Maybe not now, but like three years ago, probably for sure. But yeah. Yeah, but I'll, I bet you, like, uh, uh, who's the other guy? Very cool. Perry Como, I'll take him. He did a great version of, uh, was it Blue Christmas with uh, David Bowie? No, that you're thinking of Bing Bing Crosby. uh, I get them all messed up. Perry Como, Bing Crosby, they're all fucking, they're all crooners from the 50s. I don't know. Crooner. Crooner. Uh, Dave, who is better? We talked about earlier on tonight. He celebrates his 39th birthday tomorrow. Mark andre Fleury or Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant. Nobody knows Mark Andre Fle- Fleury out of A, Canada, or B, a market he played for in the United States. Andre the Giant is an international icon. He is. Everybody knows who Andre the Giant is. I don't know if you ever saw his documentary. It was pretty fucking cool. Um, give me Andre all day, every day. Um, we get two hotel rooms. One to sleep in, and then one to take a shit in the bathtub because no toilet can hold them. Oh, <laughs> and everybody has seen the, the him with a beer can in his hand, and like it, 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 he's he was a force of nature. And um, I'm glad that the disease that took him from the planet at such an early age. I think he was only 52 when he died. Is is um, he made the most of it, and he was he was funny. I, I I liked him a lot, and like give me Andre the Giant all day, every day. This one man, is really he close. was a massive, massive man. And those those uh, those drinking stories. I mean, this are we've been, <laughs> we had, 
1420 sports bar podcast. For those for like 1420 is just 355 times four is 1420 because the can of beer here is in Canada. So we do, we do this guy like during our podcast, which is we around an hour and a half when it's all said and done, he would probably drink 27, 28 beer during our podcast. Like that's this guy was legendary, the, the booze he could inhale. Like it was to get rid of pain and everything else, but he had a good time. Like the, the, the stories you hear of Andre the Giant, the size of him, and the, the other ones. Like I'm a I'm a wrestling dork from way back, and you you listen to uh, if Andre didn't like you, you knew, and he would make your life a living hell in the ring. Like he like there are stories that you you read about and you hear about and you watch. Uh, like wrestling shoot interviews and stuff when he was just beating the fuck out of big john stud and they they, they did a, a program together for a while there and like stud just like he i'm getting paid really well come in the ring with andre because they got paid a certain scale where you're where you're on the card and he's like i hate every second because he hates me he's going to beat me up he's going to sit on me <laughs> and, he, and he couldn't do anything about it and then big john like, stud himself was like six he was seven, not a small right? man like yeah oh, no and, he, and was, he, a he was a big man in comparison like just, and Andre, and it, it wasn't that Andre. Just, Andre was tall, but just the the the, the mass of earthy, yeah, yeah, big it's shoulders, the, big gut, and huge, like feet absolutely and, insane. No, no Andre wrestling the, skill. And just he hasn't been absolutely. A, it's crazy thing. He hasn't been around fucking since when WrestleMania three when he fought Hogan was in like eighty. The one in the in the Superdome in, in the Pontiac Superdome where he yeah. performed way better than the Detroit Lions ever fucking did. <laughs> fucking <laughs> suckers. Well, yeah. he lost Andre the Giant lost. He lost too. Two, he right? lost that yeah. day that day too. Yeah. It's just yeah. uh it's just crazy. Like he's been dead since like mid early nineties, I think. Like, I was just gonna say it's been like I don't think he saw it the uh, the twenty the two thousands. Yeah, yeah I may not have. Yeah, like it, it's a. It's he has. There, I think it's on HBO. Like there's an Andre the Giant thing that I did watch. It was. It he was, was awesome, a very. He right? was the very first inductee into the uh, WWF Hall of Fame, and no, uh, he was uh, he was something. Like I like I like we were like you're a wrestling dork too back then and everything else. And when oh he, yeah, he, I loved when, it. Back when when he was on when he was on TV on Saturday afternoons because they do the preview the week before who would and i seem to remember that he used to be even made a, a rip through stampede wrestling he did because because yes. what would happen during during stampede week because they, they 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 would bring the uh I'm not supposed to say this some anymore, big boys the big they, 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 yeah. they bring the midgets in they bring andre in they bring nick bockwinkle in the heavyweight champion of the world and so they would bring all the guys in for stampede week to, to get bigger crowds they, they, they'd move over from the pavilion over to um over either the corral, the corral, the saddle, the saddle yeah. wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't built back then. Yeah, like and Andre made made a few tours here. And there's some funny stories about Andre Andre the Giant not wanting to come back to Calgary because uh, driving with one of their heart boys or anything else. You know, it's Andre was a he's a legend. Like, a, and anybody who who says they don't know who, and no matter what vintage you are, if you're if you're uh, 15 years old or if you're 70, you you know who Andre the Giant is. Like, there's no way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, just no. Awesome, like he, he, awesome he's a legacy man. of if even yeah. wrestling fans don't know, like they do know who Andre the fa- the, the, the Giant is. Yeah, and no. otherwise, you're right. Dave, I think that's it for tonight's show. We uh, solved some problems, created some more, I think. But that's one of those things we usually try to do here at fourteen twenty World. Well, exactly. You know, at least we got to save fuck you, Charlie Day for OSU. We got to save fuck you to the NFC South. I fuck you to the fucking lions and yeah. Fuck you fuck. to the NHL uh, no, uh disciplinary the communities. Like, yeah, we gotta 
We, I got I got I got to call the brother-in-law and say, "Yeah, you're right. I should have changed my fucking pick to the fucking Chicago fucking Bears because the fucking stupid fucking Minnesota Vikings." Yeah, see, that you, know, should, a, you should always listen to family at least once every three years. But he ain't officially family yet. Well, so close. well, no, now he gets. He, you know, that's actually good for you because now he gets, and I told you so to you. Yeah, if I if I lose by that one point, I'm going to be a little bit uh, upset. Like, well, Bo- Bo- like think about it, Boney M. Boney M. could have been the difference between me winning or losing. <laughs> football pool. Well, Brown Girl was in the ring, right? You he know, and that's all you got to say. Yeah, apparently, she was a whelming uh, show last night at the the old sports flex there. But anyways, hey, for- you know, you might as well just got them all out there on a big screen and played the. Fucking greatest hits. We probably did that in here before before they went to the show last night. We played all the hits <laughs> later. Anyways, they said they had a good time, so it was a nice. Well, to and that's good. Play. That's good for your uh, for Deanne and, and her brother and the, the, and the his, new one, yeah, and the new one to to have a time. Jessica's her name. Yeah, very how nice. Come Bodiam, how come they weren't playing in Medicine Hat? Oh, the hat's not big enough. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I don't know. Anyway, exactly. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Uh, take care of each other more, but more importantly, take care of yourself so year round. Keep you sticking on the ice. What else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. Jim, exam uh, is almost over, so like, uh, fucking do your thing and then uh, mix and hey, come Christmas time here. Like, do whatever it is you're doing in Vancouver. You're gonna make a couple bucks here someplace, no? It's got a new single. It's pretty good, actually. Kind of boy. I, I can't wait to hear it. It's really you know, all for the taste. Right, exactly. Really good so listen to our boy Jimmy Valentine's music. Actually, Jim, why not close out tonight's show with a little bit of your of your, your brand brand new single? There we go. There it is. Please do. Open the show, close the show, middle of the show, whatever, whatever you want to do. There you go. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Mirror Sports talking a whole lot more. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday. Have a good night, folks. Good night, everybody. So tell me why.